Hello, this is John Usri, and I'm coming to you today with a visit from Origin Gates Podcast Wisdom's Echo, and um, just wanted to share a couple thoughts with you, and excited to do so. Hope all is well. Um, I just was observing some things today, which kind of was the impetus for this that I want to share, and it's entitled, Are You a Facilitator of Yahweh's Blessing? And I want to focus on generations, what that looks like. Um, a lot of times people's immediate thought when I would say a title like that is, do you perpetuate a um, blessing of finance or um, uh, some other thing that you contribute to succeeding generations? And that's all part of it. But the area I want to focus is the differences in the various generations. Um, it's important that we celebrate what each generation carries, as each one, each generate, uh, each generation contributes to building Yahweh's kingdom in a distinct way. It all started with a little observation today that I had. Um, my wife was bought some material, was stitching up the edge of a pillow, and out in the garage. And I asked my daughter where she was at, and my daughter's in her late thirties, and said, oh, I think she's out seaming up this pillow uh, for the couch. And then she made an interesting comment. And my, you got to know my daughter. She's uh, ambitious, uh, enterprising, uh, creative, has talents. But she made the comment was interesting. She said, I don't know, I, that domestic side, I didn't get that piece. I wish I, wish I got more of that, that my mom has um, the ability to do some of those things that she does. And it set me to thinking. It's an interesting observation. I've always just watched my wife. She learned it from her mom or her grandma or somebody. But the ability to sew things, not that she sews much, but she knows how to repair things and do things and doesn't intimidate her. She just runs out, does it, and it always looks good. Um, and it's it's a gift. It's a talent. And when my daughter made the comment about uh, wishing that she had more of that, I realized that was not transferred into that next generation. And I thought, well, is it just that she didn't learn it? No, there wasn't a proclivity for it. There wasn't a piece of it. But when I look at my daughter, there's things that she does and carries that are different uh, from my wife. And so that was the first observation. And then I begin to look at my children and my grandchildren and um, some of this you'll identify with is that uh, one thing the kids and grandkids have is this innate ability to just dive into technology um, that a lot of times you and I may not, or depending on who you are listening to this, uh, if you're older, you may not have a proclivity for that as much. And it, it's actually an amazing thing to watch. And all my grandkids have more of an ability intuitively than I did. And I don't want to declare the wrong thing out of my mouth because I don't want to close the door to the learning of those things. And, I, and I'm, I'm gaining and growing in those all the time. But when I watch my grandsons or my granddaughter, and especially the younger ones I'm watching, we have, I have a six-year-old grandson, and he just navigates through technology like doesn't even think twice about it. He gets through stuff and over to stuff. And my four-year-old granddaughter, the same thing. She can just navigate through um, without any any thought to, you know, that she couldn't do it. And um, uh, then I get to my two grandsons, um, 
the youngest ones, the twins, they're a year and a half old each. And um, that's even a whole nother level. Um, I want to just be flexible to flow with each generation. If you understand how each one is wired, and it doesn't mean they're wrong, uh, rather, by celebrating and honoring each, you open gateways to be able to partner with the varying technologies each uh, generation carries. We usually have the privilege of observing approximately four generations closely. Firstly, as we're young, we see our parents, and that's the most eminent uh, view of a generation that we have. As, because we're young, we don't typically see our grandparents and how they function as much unless you happen to be living with them as a child. Um, but it's not as close and present as the parents. Then we see our own generation, those that we go to school with, those that we grow up with, you know, others our own age. Then we see our children and how they function and what they carry and what they bring. And we see differences and nuances. And then we see our grandkids, and it's even a whole nother leap paradigm leap level of change that is intuitive and born into them. Uh, because we're younger, uh, in our younger years, we don't pay attention as much necessarily to the older, the grandparents. Um, uh, we don't, just don't, you know, it, we, our parents are the ones that we're connected to. And our natural instinct as unredeemed people is to think normally that our way of doing things is best, and that's kind of why we do what we do. Um, so if we're not open to accepting what God has put in prior and future generations, we'll miss out on the, on the fullness of what he has for us. If we can function objectively within generations, then we become and are um, able to point to and transition wisdom and understanding, be able to arc uh, the wisdom and understanding that God's given us into the succeeding generations. And we're able to facilitate God's design for humanity. We have to let go of egos that say, if I don't understand something, it must not be valid. We can miss out on the fullness of what God wants to give us. How do we interact with Yahweh's design for uh, each generation? Um, and how we do that will also affect our own DNA and its contribution to successive generations. Now, of course, I'm not talking about the acceptance of broken issues within a generation, but I don't ever want to become the grumpy old man that kind of just despises kids and says, I just don't get these kids these days. Um, the moment I do that, I close the door to the flow of wisdom that God desires within his design to take place. Each generation is supposed to be a launching place for the next. And older folks need to act like the more mature and not be selfish and egotistical and Walk in patience and grace with younger folks. Younger folks still in the maturing process, and we need to be a model for that. A person who closes out ideas from other generations also closes out a part of receiving from God. I'm intrigued with my youngest grandkids at the moment. The six-year-old, like I mentioned earlier, has an incredible capacity for technology. The four-year-old and her perceptive ability to keep people's read people's emotions are, and her strength um, is something that's unique in itself. And then the twins, like I said, uh, they're about a year and a half, and they're um, gravitating to tech with ease at, in areas I still have to work at. More than that, when I look at their spirits, I realize I'm seeing something I don't even have words to describe yet. 
a next-level ability to function in heavenly realms and capacity for multifunction within those realms in areas that I've had to work at. A deep intuitiveness that will be able to function in deep levels of godly, godly realms and actually the capacity to operate in things wisdom and prudence haven't even released yet in the form of witty inventions. I so want to participate in everything I see Yahweh showing me, and I also don't want to miss the access into new things that those twins will be able to provide for me. It is important to function in a true culture of honor within generations. I'm not talking about a lip service that says, I honor you and bless you, and it goes no further than that. I'm talking about showing interest in what interests them, even when you initially have no desire to do so. That's loving outwardly rather than being self-focused. Being self-focused closes so many doors and portals that you could otherwise experience. And finally, as we age, uh, we need to become tuned to the responsibility we have to be able to release the impartation of blessing to our children and grandchildren. Genesis 49 is known as the chapter of Jacob's blessing of his sons. We tend as a uh, culture to think of uh, Genesis 49 and other stories like that is a nice story or some parts not so nice of an old man just telling stuff to his kids. Actually he's walking in the same principle Adam did when he named the animals in that Adam released function for each each one in the naming process. Uh, Jacob did that with a decree what we commonly call as the blessing, blessing but the decree that he released over his sons he molded and observed throughout their years, and then in the decrees, he released and sealed destiny in each son. Some of it's not pleasant, but corrective. For example, Reuben, the initial decree was to establish and revere uh, his power and his strength and excellency and exaltation of power. But he had the warning there, allow yourself to step into emotional uncontrolled passion and you step out of the blessing or the decree. The point of all this is we are to function in a powerful spiritual transaction, the releasing of the decree of function for the future generations. And if we don't have respect and honor for the uniqueness of each generation, we'll miss out on Yahweh's design for us. Let's begin to ask the Lord to give us um, a capacity to see beyond our own understanding, look for a deeper place of wisdom and a deeper place of the design of God uh, in each of the generations around us. Some of the cultures of the earth have this emphasis on honoring the older culture generations, but I think we also need to begin to function more with a positive honoring of some of our younger generations too and not be stuck in a mode that says, I've got it figured out, they just need to figure it out. They're designed differently, they function differently, and it's up to us to be able to help nurture and direct that and launch it into the pathway that God has for it. So I just wanted to kind of share some musings and thoughts that uh, I had observed, and, and I hope I hope you're able to gain something from this. Bless you. Um, appreciate y'all. Uh, go in love, and have an amazing day.